Jasper Reed looked up from his plate of chicken. A maid stood in the kitchen doorway, one hand on her slim hip and the other holding the door open. Tendrils of her mousy brown hair had escaped the confines of her white cap. Her round cheeks were flushed with exertion, and her eyes narrowed on him. Yes, here I am, he replied before taking another bite. Her eyes narrowed even farther. You've been requested. Second floor, number five. Clients waiting. With that, she turned on her heel and the door swung shut behind her. Ignoring the maid's peak of temper, he glanced at the clock on the wall. Just after four o'clock in the afternoon. The house usually wasn't busy that early. A few clients, yes, but the ones who sought men typically did not present themselves until much later as if the night sky alone could hide what they did while at the house. He shrugged. The time of day truly mattered not to him. If someone requested him, he worked. Pushing from the wooden table, he grabbed his teacup and swallowed a quick gulp of tea. Dinner would have to wait until later. He took his cup and plate and set them beside the basin sink. You want me to save it? Cook asked, glancing over her shoulder to the barely-touched chicken breast. Jasper shook his head. Could be hours until I can get back to it. Long accustomed to the inner workings of the house, she simply turned her attention back to stirring the contents of the large iron pot on the stove. Using the narrow servant's stairs, he made his way up to the fourth floor, taking the stairs two at a time. He only had to flatten himself against the wall twice to allow maids to pass, their arms laden with piles of freshly laundered sheets as they worked to finish writing the house before dusk descended. Most of the other employees were either having dinner in the servants' dining room or preparing for the evening ahead. Something he had yet to do, so he would need to be quick about it. Clients parted with hefty sums at Madame de la Croix's, and they did not appreciate being kept waiting nor did they appreciate unkempt whores. He went through the door at the top of the stairs and along the barren corridor, his long legs making quick work of the distance. As the fourth floor held only employee quarters, it lacked the understated grandeur of the rest of the house. No plush rugs to cushion his footsteps, no crystal sconces to provide soft, welcoming light. A few doors were open, revealing glimpses of women clad in white shifts chatting with each other or contemplating gowns laid out on beds. He whipped his shirt over his head and entered the last door on the left. Spartan and barely bigger than a broom closet, the room wasn't much, but it was his, and most important, he did not have to share it. He threw the shirt onto the narrow bed and towed off his shoes. A flick of his wrist and his comfortable brown trousers were pushed down his legs. After leaving his trousers and shoes in a heap on the floor, he crossed the short distance to the washstand, grabbed the soap from the cracked saucer and the cloth from the hook on the wall, and bathed as thoroughly as time allowed. A few minutes later, he was clad in black trousers and a freshly laundered white shirt, his cravat tied in a simple knot that would take just a tug to undo. Coat and waistcoat, unnecessary. Delacroix insisted the women dress in fine gowns to project the proper image for the house. 
But as the men never graced the receiving room, the only requirement when they moved about the main areas of the house was that they were dressed just enough so any guests they came upon would mistake them for another patron wandering the corridor on their way to another of the bedchambers. Delacroix's was well known for its beautiful women, but its handful of accommodating men like himself were only known to those who had need of them.